we're kicking down this motherfucking door, and we're doing that. Let's get into it. If there's anything that could be haunted, for sure that well, fucking chair's haunted. Then again, the internet always wins. The internet always wins. Searching around about uh, this dock I found. Let's be frank, there's piss on the floor. Just pulled out of power and he was murdered by firing squad. I'll start having pain. Okay, welcome back for another week of Three Dudes in a Dock. This week we are watching The Jinx, The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst. Um, about just that, Robert Durst, and I'm joined by Mitch and Christian as always. Hello. Hello. I haven't fired either either of them yet. I don't know do, why. Do I have that power? Yeah, sure. I do. I do. Yeah, first you can just lock your door. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Man, wait, you're getting paid? Huh? Oh god. Shh. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I don't question that money that comes in. <laughs> it's hush money. Yeah, hush money. <laughs> oh, from Hush Puppy. Shut the fuck yeah. up about this. Um. So, so yeah, Robert so, Durst. Do you think he's gonna get a Nobel Peace? He's fun Price. guy. He's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to touch on something that. Uh, we we talked about just before we started recording before Christian got here. Um, Late. So I know. <laughs> so I know you mentioned uh, about his eyes. Um, yes. In a previous episode when we were talking about it and how like crazy his eyes look. Yes. So those aren't his actual eyes. Like oh okay. He, I did not know this. He he I'm, wore <laughs> contact lenses for his interview. Oh. He bought contact lenses called doe-eyed contact lenses. Yeah. Um, to make his eyes seem bigger and more innocent. Oh, so nice. he would come across in the interview as more innocent. It didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. No. No. He so. looked quite ratty. Yeah. Whoever yeah. sold them to him, they ripped him off. Right. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah. It just makes his eyes look big and yeah. soulless. And These are basically an innocent verdict pair of contact lenses. Yeah. But yeah. you get this, you're off. Maybe don't talk verbally about actually killing someone. Yeah, don't but open your fucking mouth. But if they have to just look into your eyes. You're good. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh shit, you look soulless. These are a constant reminder. There's no color. That your microphone is always on. Yeah. I was convinced they were real because like I've seen, like I said earlier, that like I've seen pictures of people that were convicted. Or like there's a famous picture of a, two Russian people in Stalingrad during the Second World War that ate their children and their eyes are like dark and fucking crazy. Yeah. Because they... Ate their kids. Well, so I, mean, I was like, oh, that's Robert Durst. He got the crazy eye. And it's the crazy eye. There's, uh, but oh, there you go. There, there's truth to like the thousand yard stare. Like, yeah. People uh, who have been in, in war and stuff like I that. Just, yeah, just seen horrific Something shit. Changed with their eyes. So, speaking of changing with their eyes, uh, we were watching, um, there's a documentary called The Ken and Barbie Killers. Yes. About Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, and basically, yeah, they were talking about that, how, you know, like Carla Homolka was always this, like bubbly kind of like friendly uh, person. And then afterwards, like her eyes just looked like when she was describing what happened, yeah. her eyes just went dead. Like, there's nothing there. There's yeah, yeah. nothing behind them. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's hundred percent truth to, to that for sure. Um, but apparently in this case, he was just wearing contact lenses. That's crazy. Like, and, and I get like looking wow. back on the doc, like 
in the episodes where, you know, he's just there traveling around on the street and stuff like that, not in like the interview seat, mm-hmm. it, he doesn't look as crazy. He just looks like a frail old man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And so another thing I was thinking, like, he's not your typical, like, serial killer, like, thrill kill kind of guy. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like a, if something doesn't go his way or he uses it as a problem solving tool instead mm-hmm. of, instead of, um, like I'm killing cause I want to kill. Yeah. Like, I mean, once in a while, like you think when he was cutting up, uh, what was his name there? No, I, I think Morris black was like, actually yeah, he's just, like, oh, fuck, I gotta so, do this. Cause he's going to rat on me. No, I mean, but like with the crazy eyes and like the, the thrill and like you're in the heat, you don't, he like licked his hand and the no. taste of the blood. He's like, Oh geez, no. that's what that's all like. No, I think, yeah. Like if you explain that to him and he's like, that's goddamn disgusting. You're like, bro, you cut up a fucking body. Yeah, you got like, well, I, Hey, I had to, I had to. Okay. I had to. Yeah. Like I, I don't think he does it for enjoyment. I think he would have been like an amazing Middle Eastern like baron somewhere. Like he would have done all right. He's like, oh, we got a problem over here. Just fucking kill everyone. Fuck it. We're good. Like I was saying to uh, to Mitch before, like with his wife, his first wife, Mm. like she was probably going to divorce him. As seemed seemed like there was issues. Um, It seemed like there was issues. (laughs) Well, yeah, like as as they portrayed it in the in the doc. Yeah. Um. So yeah. he couldn't let that happen. And it was just probably like flirt, or like heat of the moment type of thing, did something and then had no going back from it. Yeah. Um, and then with Morris black, like he was already kind of on the run. He was hiding in Galveston living as a woman. And I think him and Morris black weren't friends. Like he, he said, I don't think they hung out. Um, I think Morris black saw him come in as, um, uh, Robert Durst one day mm. and was like, Oh, who are you? And then kind of figure it out. It's like, Oh, like, I don't like this. I'm going to report you. They're going to come find you. <laughs> You're that ratty eyed bald guy from the know. news. Yeah. And, and they, uh, well, no, cause that was, he wasn't bald before that. Cause he was bald after he killed Morris black. Oh, I, f- I thought that he was dressing up as a woman and had shaved his head to make it easier to no like wear the wig and no, uh, he, he oh. shaved his head after he killed Morris Black to, right. to get away. Um, but yeah, so I think Morris Black basically has said to him, mm. hey, I'm going to tell people where you're hiding. Gotcha, like, bitch. This, this is yeah. weird. I um, got you, Robert said. You know, obviously, Morris Black, there's plenty of accounts of him being just this cranky, grumpy uh, old man. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he wasn't going to let that fly. Like a no. lady man lived down the street, down the hall from him. Or he's like, that's not. That's not yeah. going down. So I think he didn't want to be found out. He was kind of half on the run when they were kind of thinking about him killing his wife. And uh, yeah. Oh, and Susan Berman. Susan Berman was long after Morris Black. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that that was like his, his first wife, Susan Berman. And then Morris Black was the last one. Cause that's what tipped everyone off because, uh, they had found this body in the bay and then they went back to the, the apartment cause they found the ID and then I'll, I'll they, check the timeline, but I'm, I'm almost positive. Sue and Berman was the last one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But I'll, I'll check the timeline cause I could be wrong. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. So I think they kind of said, and it, he just, he didn't want to be caught and, uh, for sure. And, uh, yeah. 
So, like, what do you do next? You shave your head? And you, naturally. And, and that's a crazy thing. Like, run away and steal a chicken sandwich. Yeah. But he has enough money. Why didn't he just, like, leave the U.S. or, like, go somewhere where right. yeah. you can't get extradited? Not like, oh, shit, they want me in California. I'm going to go all the way to Texas. Like, right. What? I feel like well, he, I feel like Tyler's game. right though. Like he he plays by the rules as much as he can. He yeah, does what he can, true. but like these spontaneous um, outbursts of anger put yeah. his, puts him in situations where he's lit the match. He can't unlight the yeah. match. Yeah. Like he, he rung the bell. Oh, it's he's a like great a, example. He's like a superhero with a slight flaw. He's like, yeah. I don't want to kill you guys, but I have to. Yeah, like you. You yeah. crossed me and just so yeah that's why because yeah I guess also if you are like oh shit I need to go to some country that I can't get extradited in your mind or in his mind he would be admitting that he did something like super wrong pretty much yeah. so he's like now I'll just go to Texas and kind of hang out and then I didn't really do anything that fucked up yeah yeah he just so, yeah. he definitely tries to leave it behind him for sure oh man yeah for throughout this whole thing like first of all like production wise really cool i wonder though when the couple who was reenacting all the abuse if they divorced or if he Maybe. killed her or something yeah i don't know they did like method style yeah like, poor couple they actually had to get married he's like all right baby listen i'm gonna approach this like daniel day lewis style so <laughs> shit's gonna get real you're gonna approach this like uh yeah that girl from the Shining. this is an, an hour shoot like yeah i understand but the, for the next six months you're getting lit the fuck up yeah no. I need to find out the best way. Like, is it like front hand, back hand? Front hand. <laughs> front hand, back What if hand. I kick you? Like, do you think you could take a kick straight to the face? Like, yeah. What so, are we doing? So the idea of a the reenactment, we've talked about a lot. And some of them are really good. And I yeah. think that these are, this is in that category. These were fine, in my opinion. Yeah. The reenactments that was in Killing Oswald, absolute garbage. That like reduced the credibility of the documentary and the information. Yeah. But it seems with... These were great. It seems with... Uh, reenactment that once you have dialogue mm -hmm. it's just like oh for fuck's sakes yeah i thought the same thing like imagery like a cop car pulling up because yeah. that's how the doc starts like so you just have it where like there's no there's no dialogue yeah, yeah it doesn't add anything to the story yeah. except of putting a face to a name yeah but then again it's always great with dialogue when it's like a fame and then it'll just be like I don't know, a Beatles thing. And then like, hi, I am John Lennon. You're like, oh, of course John Lennon said that. I believe that. Everyone, they, I say that when I walk into a room. They had a camera. Just announce my name. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? This is not <laughs> That's why, dude, normal. this show, this is completely, uh, well, no, it's true crime, but Locked Up Abroad, that oh, show, yeah. is the reenactments on some of those. It's fucking crazy. The best one was a dude who was like a low-level actor, got busted for some wild shit. And he did his reenactments. So he's reenacting a situation that he actually went through. I feel like Robert Durst had to do the same it's thing. It's so bad. Wow. Yeah. Reenacting in the courtroom. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I've seen like, <laughs> like discuss the scene or like point to the doll or like identify the weapon. But like, hey, can you come up here and like mime what the fuck happened? Be like, are you kidding? Yeah. What, what, what credible element does that add to this line of questioning it just seemed ridiculous i'm surprised the judge wouldn't be like wait 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 what the what are fuck we doing like here? get out of here why can't you just talk about it yeah so i, I will interpret my like through dance yeah like, what so i did just do a little bit of uh um fact checking and i think susan berman yeah was just before morris black it like, was yeah, okay she, i thought she was in the she was december 23rd 2000 okay uh and it looks like uh um morris black was like september of of 2000 okay or 2001 
Oh, and um, relatively recently, I guess we'll kind of this is a spoiler for the documentary, but it's okay. Yeah, whatever. I'm pretty sure like Durst just got convicted or he died. One of the he just died. He He just died. Yeah, he just died in January. Like because of this documentary, right? No. So, well, some people say yes, some people say no. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, or they reopen a case or the, something? The FBI said his arrest had no, uh, it didn't coincide with the release of this documentary. Uh, that's just because the FBI has to take credit yeah. for their work. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the FBI said no, like oh. it, it didn't, like we were already looking into him. We were already reopening the case um, and stuff. But like in this documentary, so at the very the last episode or the last two episodes, yeah. um, there's some really big evidence that comes forward in the form of a handwriting sample, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Susan Berman was killed, a metal, uh, letter was mailed to the police saying uh, her address and then cadaver. Mm-hmm. Well, they find in Susan Berman's personal effects from her stepson mm-hmm. um, that there was a letter from Robert Durst that probably he had sent a check to her. Yeah. Um, and, it, it was spelt the or Beverly was misspelt the same way for Beverly Hills. Um, and, uh, yeah, like it was same handwriting, everything like that. Yeah. Um, that was a really tense moment. Not the discovery. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> do you think that after what, like, uh, 10 years plus of this all happening? Cause this doc came out in 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that interview was like 2012. Okay, yeah. So like it, at least 10 years has gone by since yeah. this shit has been on the table. A discovery of evidence is not in the back of your mind. No. Like this like all we're doing now is talking over stories that we've already talked about and seeing if we can just get any more information if we can recollect new things, which is not fucking likely. You'll make up new shit, but like that doesn't help anybody. Right. But the discovery of new evidence is probably sort of rare and such um, incriminating evidence as well. Yeah. Truly incriminating. I don't know, but it looks goddamn good. But so like you would, you would think that he would be a little bit more careful, but that, yeah, that moment when they were talking about the uh, handwriting matching, the misspelling of Beverly and right. The timing, the, the sender and the sendee like, yeah, fuck that's, uh, that's some, that's a tight moment. That's tense. So, in the moment where uh, Jarecki, uh, the director, um, confronts him about it, um, and the doc literally ends with Robert Durst saying, okay, or they're both saying, okay, the interview's over, we're good. Yeah. Um, and he goes to the bathroom with a hot mic on, uh, so the camera's still rolling, um, and then he's going and he's kind of muttering to himself. So mm-hmm. a couple things with about that. Um, so apparently it was found out uh, a few years later um, they had edited it so the sequence of his words were mixed around yeah. to make it sound way more damning than it actually was. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, which the, the transcript still, is not quite as incriminating. <laughs> yeah, but still, when like stuff he says is incriminating. Yeah, but, within mm-hmm. the context of yeah. why he's saying it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they didn't find that audio for two years after. 
That's that. so cool. So like what? the cameraman wasn't didn't have his headphones oh, on, or so the he audio guy. Have seen. Yeah, the audio guy didn't have his headphones on. So just in the throes of putting this thing together, yeah, they just came across this. Audio they probably file yeah, yeah. And then in like ingesting the footage, they would have seen. There's like, why is there waveforms at the last ten seconds of this? Like this is supposed to be the end of the interview. Yeah. Like there's something here. So what the fuck is this? And yeah. then it's him. I killed them all. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So yeah, so, that's cool. So that went, yeah, undetected for, for I think it was two years after uh, it was shot. Oh, man. So yeah. this, is a, this is a big part of um, this documentary, too, is that, uh, like, they, it's a documentary. They, they purport to be delivering the truth, but you edit up transcripts and you, you chop up audio files, and it's just not the same thing anymore, but that's... Um, it just throws into into question because this was such a fucking good documentary and I did read that mm -hmm. and it just, I don't know, it kind of made me feel bad that I I think a little bit less of this now. It's still good and everything happened relatively truthfully, but for the sake of theatrics, it was changed around and not for the sake of clarity was it changed around because the, the clarity is able to be parsed out when you read the transcript. And yeah. they, they could have just screenshotted the transcript and then had the audio actually play so that you can do your own right. reasoning. But they didn't. They chopped it up, didn't show you the transcript. And, well, they had, uh, they had like, uh, captions. But mm -hmm. it wasn't in order anyways. Yeah. So it just... It's, it seemed like it was a really awesome, like, uh, Sarah Pauly-style doc where you, you get some preamble, 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 and then it hits to where this documentary begins itself halfway through. Actually, that's like the end of the first episode, uh, Durst sits down in his nice, smooth, gray sweater, and now we're making a documentary together. And it's, it reminded me a lot of Tickled mm -hmm. that uh, the documentarians tried to show you what it was like for them to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you go with them along this like path of yeah. documentary. So there's a, another couple of things that were kind of out of order. Like um, when Robert Durst gets uh, arrested for hanging outside of his brother's uh, mm -hmm. apartment or house um, for, um, Breach of breach orders. of like the yeah the protected protection order, so apparently that happened after this, um, uh, after this other interview. Really? Yeah. Oh. You would not glean that from no. watching it. No. Fuck. So oh, it it sounds like the in the documentary it looks like the reason why he agrees to sit down for this other uh, interview this final interview is because um, they have something to give to, to help him mm -hmm. get out of this protection order church. Um, see, that's where you get, f you just like, fuck, fuck the whole thing. Cause you fucked with the timeline. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh God yeah. damn it. Cause yeah. now like Christian said before on other episodes that like now you like your credibility is fucked because like what you've changed this. So now we have to look over everything. Right. Cause you kind of just fucking did it all. Yeah. And, and I mean, like it, it doesn't really change the story. The, I mean, the bulk of the story, yeah. no. But like yeah. the fucking juiciest part. Yeah. Like you, you get to like <laughs> the dessert and you're like, wait, what? Why is, yeah. why yeah. am I tasting it before this I've is, eaten it? This was supposed to be whipped cream, not sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> and when you, and at the end of the day, when it's like, like dead people that like, you kind of want to have your shit. Like we need to have a solid, like this yeah. is the evidence, not like, well, we could, or but it'd be better if he, had on like a blue sweater. Like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. 
that's not what we're doing. Like, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's trying as hard as you can, regardless of what you get on film, to just use what you get on film in the order you get it in. Like, oh, this would be a better story. Like, oh, all right, then make a fucking movie, because this is... He he did make a movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's how this whole thing came about. Is he? Yeah. He made uh, the movie about um, basically Robert's wife disappearing, um, and then Robert, Robert Durst made his wife disappear. Yeah, Robert Back Durst time. called him. Was like, hey, yeah, I, I, it's pretty accurate to what really happened there, bud. <laughs> like, what? What'd yeah. you say? <laughs> I wanted to do an interview. I want to tell you my side of yeah. the story. Um, I think what was really poignant about the second episode, I guess, is because that's where the interviews really start with Durst, is that he is asked by uh, Jarecki, like, so why do you want to do an interview? That seems kind of (laughs) fucking weird. And he's like, well, I feel like the media has been able to tell my story, and everyone's been able to tell everything about this except for the fucking main character. So, like, I would like to tell my story about what I believe happened. And that's that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but it'd be frustrating on his end because it's I could see how you're like, nah, everyone's saying all this crazy shit about me. And yeah. the guy's clearly fucking nuts. So he's gonna be like, No, no, get a camera in front of me. I'll fucking so, show you guys. I'm gonna put on these sweet eyes that'll make me look awesome mm-hmm. and we'll do this. Let me let me pose this question. Would this documentary have been as great as it was without that final payoff in the last episode? It still would have been good because but, but where's the payoff? It's just he sits down and talks to this guy who lies to the camera for three episodes. Yeah, but a guy that five episodes killed someone and then lived as a woman for some years. Like that's (laughs) a pretty wild doc on its own. Yeah, it's it's a it's a story. It's a different one. I think that the payoff would have come with one more episode to tell you what the fuck happened about this new evidence. Because like they sat on this for two years, they didn't get to see it. They maybe weren't done making the movie. Because I guess if they started this shit in twenty twelve. But it came out in 2015. There's like the two years plus real production and distributing and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah, because I, I think he he wasn't arrested until 2015 mm. again by the FBI. So so like, would there be a payoff? I think there would be if it was one episode longer dealing with um, his lack of engaging with pretty fucking strong evidence that he has no ability to defend himself against. Yeah. Like what what happens now? Like late discovery of evidence like how do you deal with this yeah i guess the point i was trying to make like so say they didn't have that evidence so self-admission they they never found the the envelope yeah oh i guess but then like but now now we're fucking with the timeline but but if they never found the envelope then there wouldn't be the admission like there wouldn't be this audio clip yeah well then it might not be a documentary right so they've they've shot all this stuff they they have all this footage these interviews but then where do you go after that? Like they needed that interview that, uh, imagine they just uh, pressured him. Like, listen, bud, you're, you're going to die. Right. So, mm-hmm. so like, you'd imagine, be sick if you just take your little laugh, Mike, when you're taking a shit, be like, I killed her. <laughs> like, imagine whatever. they made up the envelope. Mm-hmm. Oh, they like, knew he has like slight dementia. So they just like mm-hmm. get some page to write it up. I'm like, no, that's your writing. What? I don't but, remember. But I mean, <laughs> but, I mean yeah. like, like, well, how that's many, what I'm saying. How many with them fucking it? with the timeline, yeah. then it's, yeah, what you're saying, Tyler, is plausible. Like, that you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, fuck, well, maybe. They, I mean, I don't think they did. 
No, I, but, no, no, no. Not, but not, it's possible. Yeah. So then you're like, God, God damn it. Because could, because could without they, it, they don't have a dog. Yeah. Could they yeah. feel it going nowhere? Like yeah. it, it maybe was. Without it, they have a yeah. Uh, a 60 minutes episode, a segment of a 60 minutes episode. Yeah. Like that, this is what great. happens when you grow up with insane wealth. Yeah. I mean, the same thing sort of happened with um, paradise lost. Like there was, there was no end in sight to that other than that. Yeah. I can show you exactly what happened based on evidence and witnesses and accounts and investigations. Yeah. But is there an end? No, but based on what I've just shown you, yeah. What do you think? Can you sure. even think? And you said else? like all the other ones are like that too, right? Because there's a series of yeah. three with Paradise yeah. Lost. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, I, like, is there is there a payoff? No, but yeah. is the integrity held to that we've done our due diligence of a story? Mm-hmm. I would say for sure. Yeah, and that might be a payoff. The whole project is the payoff. Yeah. It just doesn't have like a big fucking. And that's more of like shot at the end. a true documentary because that's life. Because like there's stories that like this person went through all this crazy shit mm-hmm. and then like I don't know they never got revenge they just fucking See, got yeah. hit by a car and then they died. At Story's least, over. At least with Paradise Lost, they were following a trial and the trial came to a conclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas this had no conclusion. Yeah. Until that letter. Yeah. Until yeah, that he was walking that writing sample. Yeah. Um. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the conc- the conclusion in an anti-climax could have been all of what we've just said happened, and he's out there right now. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. This guy just killed three people, and he's walking around singing in yeah. the rain. Like, how fucking crazy is that? Look at that. But, money does. You can actually yeah. kill people if you have money. I, I think they show that with the Morris Black trial, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, literally, yeah. like, he bought the best lawyers in Texas. The two best Man. lawyers. Um, yeah. And they did a absolutely phenomenal job of so like literally like they interviewed one of the jurors in that trial and the juror said on this doc series i think the other two accusations are very unfair do you think that that juror would change their mind if they got to watch the doc that i don't know what like i think because i don't think they ever posed the letter evidence to him because i was after i guess like but but you give that juror who spoke this documentary on DVD. I think he has to. Mm. I think he has to. No, I guess like, but the question though that I'm asking is, is that juror prone to change his mind now that he sees what we just saw? Oh, and that's why I think he has to. That would be cool. I thought you meant that you think the filmmakers have to give him a copy of. No, 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 I think legally they had to, they said that would be, that would be a cool. Now you got me thinking, Christian, that would be a cool thing to do. Like take the people from like the OJ trial Mm. or like Rodney King. Well, there wasn't a trial with Rodney King, but like famous trials where they're just like, Hey, you guys voted. Mm-hmm. yes or no to this and like seeing this evidence now 20 years later what do you think so kind of along the same lines and i, I know I'm, I'm bringing another doc uh into this or docu-series into this um but the the paul bernardo carla homolka um yeah. docu-series i just watched um so essentially in that like the defense lawyer for paul bernardo made a crazy phenomenal fucking blunder of a mistake Hmm. Um, what, so taking on that client? No, so, so I don't know. Do you guys know the whole timeline of of what happened there? I know nothing. So, no. So basically, I know he lives down the street from my house. Yeah, yeah in in Kingston Pen. And yeah, he's in Millhaven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but anyways, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. got me freaked out. I'm like, I've walked by that guy's house. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! Which one is it, Mitch? Which house? Like, so, no, 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 not here, not here. So, bud. anyways, at, at some point, Carla Homolka says she's a battered woman. Uh, she comes into the police to um, press charges against Paul Bernardo and says, "Oh yeah, by the way, he killed Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French." Uh, and they're like, "Well, what?" Yeah. And, and oh yeah, by the way, he has it on tape. Yeah, is he, this really a by the way yeah. piece yeah. of information? And <laughs> PPS, don't the lady that's in the tape that might look like me, that's not actually yeah. me. So, so just but, he's the bad guy. But yeah. she knows he's hidden the tapes. She knows they're hidden somewhere. So she can give her version of it. Yeah. As long as the police don't find right. the actual tapes and see the real version. Yeah. Right. So anyways, the police searched his house for 71 days. 71 days. How don't, big is this fucking house? Not big. Why wouldn't they just blow the bitch up? That's what I said. But anyways, they don't find the tapes. That's wild. After the police, after Paul Bernardo knows the police are done, they've left. Their um, search warrant is expired. He says to his lawyer, oh yeah, here's a map. This is where the tapes are. Who the fuck does that? Go grab Doesn't the lawyer legally have to? Yes. But, so he, because the lawyer goes... Reaches up into the ceiling above the bathroom, grabs the tapes. Man, he's a team them. player, this guy. His law clerk has to watch the tapes. And so they interview her. Oh, wow. How much do you think she made to watch a yeah. fucked up murder? Uh, so it doesn't actually show the murders on tape. It shows the sexual assaults. Oh, that's so much stuff. better. Um, so anyways. God damn. The law clerk watches them and says they're horrific. Gives them to the lawyer and says, like, yeah, like these are horrific tapes. Um. He takes the tapes. What, what did you want me to say and, about this and, again? And I mean, I did not think they were sexy at all. Instead of legally doing what he was supposed to do and giving the evidence to police, because in Canadian law, you can't um, hide evidence. It right? sounded like this guy is no longer Where, a practicing lawyer. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he locks him away because his plan was, because the star witness for the prosecution was Carla Homolka, right? She's saying... It was all Paul Bernardo. That's going to be his fucking trump card. It was all Paul Bernardo. I'm just a battered woman who's a victim here as well. Let's check out Uh, this movie. stuff. So he was planning on holding the tapes until she was testifying and then bringing them out in court as kind of like a boom, bombshell. There goes your credibility. You can't believe anything she says. Therefore, my client but wouldn't, is not guilty. But wouldn't the prosecution be like, yo, where the fuck did you get these tapes? And why are we seeing this now? Right. So we need to pause this and we need those. Right. But yeah. So. Oh, oh what but, a crazy move. So anyways, he either Bernardo fires him or he um, leaves the the trial and another lawyer comes. Another lawyer watches the tapes. He says he walks into the bathroom, balls his eyes out goes and grabs him and takes him to the police and says, hey, he tells Bernard, hey, look, I'm giving this these to the police. I'm giving this to the prosecution because that's what we legally have to do. Mm. Uh, and so he does. And uh, But that is after the prosecution and the police have already made this plea deal with Carla Homolka to testify, and they only give her 12 years. That's why she's out of jail now. And a teacher. Living in Florida or something? Quebec, no, bro. Quebec. Quebec. She's, yeah. I think she's like a teacher or something. No, I, fuck. I, I don't think you could be a teacher. That seems kind of yeah. crazy. She's changed her name. She's married. She's got three kids. You know. She's a nun. Oh, my God. But anyways. That's terrible. But, but where I'm kind of related. Hey, man, everyone has a rough 
time in their 20s where you think about raping and killing your sibling. Yeah. All right, I'll let it slide. <laughs> I guess where I'm relating this to to the jinx is is evidence, right? Like yeah. new evidence coming out. Like mm-hmm. it, the the Paul Bernardo trial would have went very very differently because Carla Homolka would have been in the box beside him mm-hmm. yeah. compared to getting this sweet plea deal. Yeah. Um, whereas you know if this evidence had been out before, you know. The, the letter Damn. and everything like that, it would have been a completely different uh, yeah. uh, thing, right? Fuck. Well, it makes you wonder, too, where um, Sareb got this, like, container of belongings. Well, I think after she passed, like, basically, like the doc said, even though it was his stepmom, basically that was his mom now. Like, it was the next yeah, day. She, yeah, yeah, she was she was his mom. Mm-hmm. He lived with her, uh, I believe, because... Uh, he was saying that when he left, like when she was murdered, he was out on vacation or living abroad or something. But while he was gone, he parked his car in the garage. And so she could get out like they had to jimmy it around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm assuming that he just got all her personal effects afterwards. I mean, he was just dealing with it all. Yeah. Like he was just yeah. going through her stuff. And eventually he got to this yeah. thing and. X number of days afterwards. Well, and, and it was years and years after. Jesus. Well, I mean, it's yeah. still like 600 and something days then. I think it was, yeah, I think it was like, like, it was around like 2010. And so it was like 10, like a decade after. All right, a thousand yeah. days. Yeah, how many days is that, yeah. fucker? I don't know. It would be 3,065, right? Oh, wow, 3, okay. Don't ask me to, oh, yeah. <laughs> Double ten, check your math. 365? I'll just We're say here yeah. to do math. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so like he's going through, like, and yeah. he had been hanging out with Robert Durst. Like they had, there was video of them going for dinner yeah. uh, and stuff like that. And he's just like, I just fucking made a deal with the devil. Like, like I've been hanging out with the person who killed technically or yeah. essentially my mom. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like two, two points about that, that I thought about um, after I watched this, that like the old phrase, the devil is in the details is fucking like the subtitle for this whole docu-series. Cause oh, yeah. like Robert Durst's wife went missing huge fucking like chunk of information. Like that is a point that you pivot on yeah. in someone's life. You're like, well, before and after, cause that's fucking terrible. But the, the details that Robert gives about these huge points are essentially cover up details, but the devil is in the details in the fact that the details he gives are essentially unverifiable. Yeah. As far as you can take those details at a point you cannot prove or disprove anything about them. Yeah. Right. But the large point still remains the same. And then he, he has this pattern of creating elaborately detailed, but s- like barely plausible reasons for why he does what he does. Mm-hmm. Huge pivot points in his life, people dying, people going missing. Those points he cannot get rid of, but he can design the details to be just, um, like disproving just just murky enough, just murky enough that like the big points you cannot erase, but the details are what like obfuscates the whole fucking thing. It's, it's complete subterfuge, but like the devil then is not the fact that he probably killed his first wife, his next best friend, and then his neighbor. Cause those are not going away to the point where he had to admit that he shot, uh, Morris Morris black in the face. (laughs) Like, that's brutal to stand in court and say, yes, I did kill someone and yeah. I even chopped up the body. But yeah. like, it's your fault because I was on the run for something that I, 
definitely didn't do, based on these other little details, he can't erase the big, big stains, but he can absolutely sure. make the details just um, skirting enough that he, he dodges all those bullets. Yeah. But like, so, so like the devil's in the details for this story, for sure. Tyler and I were talking earlier, and they're just saying that, like, do you think this story that he tells about his mom, like his dad waking him up? 100% not true. Yeah. Did his mom kill herself? I Fuck don't know, yeah. but, but like, like there's, did he did he actually see it? Did his dad wake him up and take him there? If if so, then Maeve? no, for sure he's Damien and his dad is the devil. Because there's <laughs> no way anyone yeah. that has like an ounce of good in them would be like, "Hey, little buddy, wake up, check this out." Yeah, your mom's standing on the yeah. roof. I bet you she's just looking yeah. for Santa Claus. Bitch yeah. is trying to fly. She's, check it out. She's finally fucking off. P.S. Gravity always wins, bud. Didn't want this shit anyways. Yeah. yeah no, so I was I like, oh, it. yeah. Total bullshit. Yeah. Did it like did it all happen in the the base facts of that his mother killed herself? Fuck yeah. And they had like stupid money. So wouldn't they have servants and shit that'd be like, oh yeah, we saw him wake up. I mean, they would have been what? super old, but they, yeah, you, you the, like you said, he's just telling stories that there's no way to back up, yeah. like yeah. to get a second opinion. I think it, it's it paints his his parents in a romantic light too. That like, fuck his dad, his mother left him, and yeah. like, he was always mistreated and somehow abandoned, and he just wants revenge. And because there was no there uh, there was no historical motive for his killings. I don't think. I think he was probably angry at his mother for killing herself. Because as an adult, you would come to these terms that. Like your mother killed herself for particular reasons, but are you involved in those reasons? Perhaps. And at that time too, it was, you'll never know. It would have been definitely popular to like not see his mom as a victim. Uh, Just like, Oh, she did this and fucked up it up for fucking everyone. Yeah. And I can't imagine his dad would say anything too different. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what Seymour Durst would say, but I mean, and he's like the nicest guy well, ever. Did, yeah. <laughs> Robert's just a spoiled rich asshole. Er, yeah. Early on, didn't he say like at his mom's funeral, like he, he tried to stop them from lowering her and his dad said something like really just cold and crass and whether that's true or not. I, yeah. I forget what it was that he said, but, but uh, then, then that goes to the story of like waking up. Yeah. Because like, obviously he's like, Oh no. And then I went up and then my dad came up and was like, be a man. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, well, yeah, all right. Or whatever he said. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. you've just got this, you've got this craw of unfinished business that you feel like it really fucked your life over. Yeah. That, like everything was really good. You could have had a good life, but you didn't because yeah. your mother did this thing. And then your father wasn't there for you. And it just yada, yada, yada. I know it's, it's great tragic, that it's but... awesomely easy to just talk mad shit on people that are dead. Because they don't, you yeah, know, you always win the argument. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> oh, you mean like in terms of mother, father? Yeah, yeah or just fashion. like, oh, this person like fucked me over and then like they did this and this and then they did this. And then yeah. the actual story is like, I did most of like whatever. Or you just like, you bash someone yeah. that can't be like, hey, no, no, no. I was actually a pretty good dad, yeah. fucko. Like, or like the kid, like, yeah, the kid was just being like, yeah. Um, just resentful and rambunctious and yeah. belligerent because his mother just died. Yeah. And his dad tried, but like, you, like, you don't want to paint yourself as the bad guy here, so you paint everyone else as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah, it would be interesting um, to know more about his dad. I think he definitely has a problem with uh, cover-ups. 
like his like the the reliability of his own memory about things that happened in his life. Yeah. Like his mother, how his mother died, how he experienced that death, what his father did afterwards, and then how he was treated within the family, how his brothers and sister were um, like against him or at least treated better than him, and just all this fucking shit. So uh, his siblings are still alive, no? Yeah. Yeah. Doug. Doug is still alive. Doug Durst. Yeah. Doug Durst. Doug Durst. Wow. Yes, he is. He's 78, I think, now, something like that. Cool. Yeah. His 70s. So there was another, there was a second point to, um, to the, like the, the second point to like, there's the devil is in the details comment that I think that his, he had a bunch of different tactics. It looked like um, trying to cover up these three major incidents in his life. The first wife, Susan Berman, and then Morris Black, that the first one, uh, his wife's disappearance, he just basically looked the other way. He didn't engage with it at all. Mm-hmm. He just kind of, he, he looked the other way. He tried to pretend it wasn't happening. And then you you cover it up by not looking at it. You pretend it's not real. And then the second one, Susan Berman, um, you run away from it. You can't just be there, receive the brunt, but then look away. Because he could do that with Kathleen it was a different time. It was a particular scenario. Like Mitch said, like, I don't think that um, Kathleen would have been seen too much in the eyes of the court, as we can see from the woman's, uh, her friend's police reports as like a real victim of domestic violence and especially not of murder. Everyone consistently said, well, maybe she just ran away because he seems like a dickhead. They wanted to believe that because mm-hmm. I think it would be more work for them with really nothing to go on. If, they believed instead that she was murdered and now you've opened this fucking can of worms that will never be closed. Yeah. So the first one, the first huge incident he had to, his cover up was to just ignore it, pretend it didn't exist. The second one, he absolutely fucking could not have ignored it. The timing was just too poor and he had to, he had to run. He had to actively get away from it. He couldn't receive, he couldn't bear the brunt of ignorance is your defense. So he ran, he didn't engage with it at all. And then this third one, Morris Black, um, he had a great set of lawyers. He somehow was acquitted of this thing and found not guilty uh, for <laughs> like pretty fucking obvious direct murder and dismemberment. Um, but his cover-up was to uh, tell his side of the story. So his cover-up this time, he's not ignoring it, and he's not, like, he's not present yet ignoring and he's not absent and unavailable he is more than um, ignoring he's present and engaging and he gives his side of the story this time he's hiding in plain sight it's his opportunity to give his side of the story and there's a whole new slate like he wipes away the blackboard and he tries to put down this new story that is the one because he's he's the main guy I don't think that it was, I don't think that it was glory in a sense. Cause I agree with Tyler. I don't think that he wanted to kill any of these people. I yeah. think that these yeah. are fits of uncontrollable anger and frustration, maybe not even at the very people that it was technically directed at. The only one I think was, was planned was Susan Berman. Yeah. That was just, that was for, that was fight or flight, right? Like yeah, he, for he sure. knew she knew too much yeah. and mm-hmm. she was struggling for money and hell, maybe, she was going to uh, cash in on the, the 
uh, reward that yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And it was, it was convenient that he chose to make it look like a mob hit, which yeah. was kind of neat. And like that story, like now there's two huge prongs that this kinda story could be <laughs> Robert Durst or the mob. Yeah. Too easy. It's obviously the mob because Robert Durst is nowhere to be found yeah. and that's not his fault. And it's not Susan Berman's fault based on objective, like objectivity. He can be anywhere he wishes to be. Yeah. But it, it was too convenient, the timing. But um, yeah, I think, I think there were three interesting ways that he tried to cover up massive stories. The first one was ignorance. The second one was absence. And the third one was presence, overarching presence. Mm-hmm. And that's what fucked him hard. Yeah. So cut my favorite line. Uh, and this was when he was arrested initially for Morris Black's uh, um, murder. And uh, the police have him in the cell. They don't know who he is. Mm. Um, and they say, okay, your bail's been set at $250,000. Do you have that? He said, uh, not on me. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, who the fuck is this guy? And by the next morning, he was That's out. so awesome. Where is it? Yeah, he made a phone call and got the bail paid. And yeah, he used so to boom. great. <laughs> Oh man, if you caught me yesterday, I had 300,000 in my pocket, but I got a little wild last night. But like as a, as the arresting officer or the guy interviewing, I'm like, yeah, you, you say to this guy, okay, your bail's 250. Um, you know, what do you think? Like, do you have that? I got this. He just looks at you and kind of shrugs. Well, like not on me. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) you'd be like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. It's so polite too, though, of the arresting officers to be like, so your bail's at 250 or the bail bondsman is that like, is your... Your bond is your bail's yeah. at two fifty. Do you have it? You're like this ratty looking homeless yeah. guy who's got no eyebrows and just stole a chicken sandwich. Be like, so this no, is your so, bail. So that was before the eyebrows and the chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when That's he was right. initially arrested. Then he makes his bail. Then he goes on the run. And uh, they find him in that car, they pull him over yeah. after the eyeglasses appointment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like that's that's quite polite. That's yeah. like southern uh I was going to say Southern comfort, but that's not Southern that charm. Is. Southern charm. That's the word. Yeah. We like, you got to give people the opportunity to answer for themselves. We like, so do you have that 250,000? You have that quarter million dollars? Yeah. Holy fuck. Nah, you like maybe. set it at 4 million and I can get it for you in two hours. Yeah. You're like what? <laughs> the higher it goes, the Who faster the fuck it are, gets Yeah. In. What? Like, and those are some pretty crazy, uh, um, real estate, Holdings in, uh, yeah, in yeah, man. Jeez, that's the Durst Corporation Christ. owns. Yeah, so like, I wonder. I guess now his family, like his siblings, like who got? I wonder who when he died. His shares, like yeah. who got his holdings on yeah, those buildings? I mean, it, yeah, it was definitely organized through the corporation. Yeah, no doubt that. Like, should anyone oh. die because it's so much money? You don't let. Yeah, that that's shit true. Just... It's not like their first generation wealth like his yeah. dad probably knew he's a little yeah well first of all cuckoo. but like you don't let that amount of money sit without any paperwork back yeah up. yeah that's true they covered their asses for sure yeah yeah that was mind which blowing. like even with his first wife you think they didn't have a prenup or like yeah. he was just like oh, i gotta kill her and they're like what she's too so, normal. like this is like you're yeah yeah like some legacy family they definitely had a sit down we're like listen lady oh so this her. is what's gonna happen yeah, yeah. I have a hard time believing that the family didn't know pretty much exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, and th- they've kind of alluded to that in the documentary too. Like yeah. Robert and Douglas and Seymour had sat, sat down afterwards and, you know, like they had hired, uh, or I don't know if they hired, but Robert hired this lawyer who hired the investigator and all this stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I would, I would be surprised if, uh, 
They just congratulated them. They're like, listen, bud, you killed your first white woman. How do you feel? <laughs> the best defense, Dad's killed um, seven. Like the best way to defend yourself is to know absolutely everything about the yeah. situation. Yeah. So like you got almost a billion dollars in assets and holdings and liquidation, like liquid money. Yeah. The best way to defend yourself is to know precisely what happens so that you can officially say something else. Yeah. Sure. Cause that dad definitely was like, listen, we're going to go in this fucking room and you're going to fucking tell me everything. Yeah, otherwise you're dying. Yeah. Like I'll kill yeah. you and I have enough money. I'll cover that shit up <laughs> yeah, and I'll do a proper. Like- yeah. I'm going to fuck it up. Like my kids. <laughs> That's some Stalinistic shit. Yeah. I like it. You'd be like, oh shit. Yeah, dad's right. Damn. Yeah. Nine holdings in downtown Manhattan. Yeah. That's Nine. Nuts. And, and that corporation now has like the control over like the new, um, the world trade center. World trade center. Yeah. That blew me away when yeah. they said that in the talk. I was like, wait a minute. So I paused it and I checked Damn. and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like that's they, no joke. Like they manage So they it. own like the, the, oh, no, they, they just they manage own the building. They manage, the, manage the oh, peace yeah. tower or whatever. Yeah. Is that what it's called now? No, it's not the Peace Tower. It's oh. Freedom Tower. Sorry, Freedom. Yeah. The an- oh. the anti-terrorist building. Peace Tower's in uh, in Ottawa. It doesn't look uh, like a truck. Right. Yeah. It makes uh, sense that it would be called Freedom and not Peace. At noon every day, it honks a giant fucking horn. Yeah. They resimil- There's like a plane that goes around and like <laughs> a string. They simulate the little accident. <gasps> That's pretty cool. actually a fucking crazy idea. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> But I like Every it. September 11th, they're like, oh, it's happening again. Ah. Man, <laughs> Disney World's crazy. That's like some old Aztec ritual shit. Yeah. You like pretend the world's dying, then you throw something yeah. off the top of a piano. When I was a kid, I went through horrific trauma, and all oh, you will too. Yeah, you gotta know. <laughs> it made me tough. Yeah. Fuck. Oh. Yeah, this was a, a well produced documentary. Mm-hmm. I knew you I guys like, would like it because the story yeah. is just fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know. This is like DuPont where like, I don't think DuPont killed anyone, but like he got so crazy. He was just in a room just pissing in bottles. Wait. Or not DuPont. DuPont sorry. Um, fucking the airplane guy. God damn it. Uh, Lin- Lindbergh. Yeah. Charles, Charles Lindbergh. Lindbergh. No. Fuck. That's right. Charles yeah. Lindbergh's son was kidnapped. Okay. No, it wasn't him. But there was some like old school rich dude, but he just went completely nuts. Mm. So it was kind of, it reminded me of that story. Yeah. And there's always stories of like just guys having stupid money from when they were like they grew up with stupid wealth. Yeah. And then like most of them they don't grow up to be like normal normal people. Yeah. That's what hit me about this one is that like like any other person like you live one life and it his went like this. Yeah. Like your your whole life is fucked. Like he could have did some cool shit and yeah. been like yeah, it just yeah. Basically, like, up up until that first instance, your life was sort of okay. Sort of okay. Like, yeah. if you accidentally see your mother jump off the roof of your mansion house. Allegedly. It's going to yeah. fuck you up. But, like, you, like, if you have a decent support network or even if you can pay for a decent support network. Of Which he could have. Therapists and just stay the fuck home. It would have been. Don't get a job. Don't int- do anything. It would have been interesting if they, they being the documentary people, found, like, people that grew up with him or knew him as a kid. Yeah. They were just like, oh, this is what he was like when he was a kid. And like, or that's a good point. When we were seven, we approached this situation and he approached it in this way that even then I was like, that's kind of weird, mm. but not thinking any of it. Cause like, whatever I'm seven. But then now seeing that you're like, oh yeah, fuck that was, that was weird. Like that would be interesting. 
insight. Yeah. Every time he went to someone's house, he threw their dog off the roof. You're yeah, like, wait, yeah. why are you doing this? And then he called my dog mom, and I don't know <laughs> what that was about. <laughs> um, so when he was living in Galveston uh, as as a woman, he used the name Dorothy Siner, who happened to be the girl in his yearbook right beside him. Mm. Like. Would you guys remember who's in your yearbook beside you? Oh, he definitely looked at that. He didn't just fucking, oh, Dorothy. Yeah. Or well, like he was super, super into Dorothy. Person too, though, to carry around a, like a folder of photographs. Yeah. That, from your youth? From your youth. But like the likelihood that you had a yearbook too. Sure. Like if, you, if you've got all these other things that the, like, if I were to answer that question, be like, then he just had a yearbook. No big but, deal. Do you think he had like the biggest smartphone that had like the most memory? <laughs> so he had all those photos on there. But he didn't what, have to carry means, around his like, stupid files. If I was to decide to, to go on the run and um, live as a woman to, to avoid detection, yeah, I wouldn't be like, Ah, you know what? I should probably find my old yearbook and mm. not even okay. pick a random page. Go like, there I am. One over. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And, and finally, like, <laughs> why not just make up a fake name? Like, like, yeah. Cause he, he didn't know about the hip hop generator. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously that's a name that can be traced back to you. Yeah. Like that lady's right. probably still alive. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That'd be great if she retired yeah. and went to like Galveston or somewhere close <laughs> where there was like, wait, wait, wait it's what me. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. a good point. That's a great alias. Be like, there's me. Yeah. And Okay. We're done. Mm -hmm. Or like a younger person, like you're in grade 12 and then you pick like someone that's like four years younger than like that person's probably still alive. Yeah. That's a good point. I never thought about the, like his real childhood preamble. Yeah. Like, does anyone, does anyone know this person from when he was like 16 or younger? Yeah. He went to like, he obviously went to like crazy schools because they had stupid money. He wasn't going to like PS 103. Yeah. Which would be hilarious if he was, because he's in like little Gucci suits. And then he just gets the shit kicked out of him every day because these yeah. kids have nothing. I'm going to throw you off a fucking roof one day. Yeah. Don't say the R word around me. <laughs> it triggers me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <where laughs> the scariest thing to him is like someone in a nightie. Yeah. So oh, he, our career day, he does the thing and like, you're going to be a roofer. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to be a great. And I was seven and my life went downhill after that. Yeah. yeah. Can't um, look at shingles the same way. But yeah, no, I'm. I, he gets shingles as an adult. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just shakes. I've got to kill someone. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, but yeah I know good. you guys would like this because there's a lot of like, wait, what? I like, mean, what happened? I, I don't think huh? HBO makes a bad documentary. I don't think so. I haven't really seen one where this I guy was did like, um, eh. Catfish too. That was a huge documentary. That's a series now. Fuck a TV show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so he. He did the documentary uh, Catfish. I, I have not seen it. I Neither have I. But I think the doc is like him getting catfished and then he... Oh, really? I think so. I'm not 100% sure. And he so like so it was Tickled? I think so. <laughs> That's This doc reminded me of Tickled in, in the way yeah. that they wanted you to like see what yeah. it was like for them to yeah. discover all this shit and hear the stories. But Imagine if Durst had like a Tickle hit yeah. team like the Tickle guy did. Mm. <sighs> that would have been wild. Yeah. I mean, they lived in the same city. He should have just teamed up with them. They probably yeah, oh, that's true. Two rich guys, they're like, I, I like to tickle. I like to kill. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah. You like Adidas? I like Adidas. It's not an important point, but <laughs> watching the the actual reenactment, uh, like the dramatic reenactment that Derecki included of Morse and uh, Robert, 
the main character fighting over the gun. Mm. (laughs) It's just so funny thinking about like two pretty fucking frail, little old pale gray men. Like, Mm. Oh, Mm. oh, yeah. But at that point he wasn't that frail. It's not a hard fight. (laughs) He was was still fairly young. Like he was 58, I think was when I picked him up. How funny would it be if he fought that guy dressed as a woman and the guy's like, wow, you're pretty strong for a lady. (laughs) Like what's going on here? He yells he at does, once. Yeah, yeah. Or he yeah. doesn't yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to anyone who's mute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm telling myself a joke. I yeah, can I'm gonna be an fuck asshole. you up. He's like, what? What did you say? Oh my god. He faints. Shoots himself. He's like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Oh, poor Mr. Black. Oh man. He was just trying to be a curmudgeon. Telling that old woman, the ugliest woman he's ever seen, to get yeah. off his lawn. Get out of here, you ugly bitch. <laughs> you gotta shut the light off. Turns out that ugly bitch has a lot of money. It's a dollar and a half a week, you know. She fucking killed me. Shut the fuck up, Mr. Black. I wonder if the like people showed up to that apartment building, like that complex. Oh, you're, like, fuck. Yeah, gross. Is, or like the Durst company like bought the apartment. I've got a crazy thing that I just yeah. thought of. I don't even know why. Where's the head? Yeah. Well, Whoa. do you think he just With took JFK's it out of the bag, brain threw it into the lake? It's like as hard as he can, like a shot putter. Just Aztec did. Just kicked it like football. Do you like, think he just ate it? No. Eat a head? Yeah, I don't he, know if there's much. You definitely can't eat brains because that'll probably fuck you up. Hey, you cook it first. Well, yeah, I think oh, that I mean, still fucks you up. Yeah, but, for sure, raw brains, but like cook brains. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, like where's yeah. where's the fucking head? That's that, true. That where's is the yeah, head? Like. I wish they had have got to talk to him a little bit more and be like, after he was arrested and be like, Hey Robert, like now that you're arrested, yeah. like where's Morris Black's head? Yeah. All right. It's not going to get you in jail any longer. Yeah. But I got, and then he just goes on some elaborate story. Like my dad, like what the fuck? Why was your dad there? <laughs> my mom wore yeah. the head while yeah. she jumped, and then off, she the jumped off the roof. He, all the stories converge. <laughs> like I was the writer of the, the mob stories. Then, yeah. And then credits. And they're like, what did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> Fade to black credits. Um, yeah. We're still rolling. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what that's a fucked up thing to think about, like where the head is, because that just got me thinking of, man, there's a lot of space in just in the U.S. and in Canada, like in swamps and shit. Like there's just like body parts. There has to be. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And especially spots with like alligators oh. and shit. Well, just like they talked about. Um, like, oh god. In uh, when his his wife passed away, and he made the phone call from. Wait, also, what a cool name for a town in New Jersey, Ship Bottom. Ship Bottom? Ship oh. Bottom, New Jersey. Right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were saying that the Pine Barrens are there, and that's like a common dumping ground for, for the mob. Yeah. And Thousands he, of hectares. And yeah. he would have known that from Susan Berman, who wrote stories about her dad being a mobster. Right. Um, if you ever want to kill me, this is, I want to be in go to this field. Yeah. New Jersey, yeah. Because yeah. He, would, he knew... Um, yeah, Susan Berman at the same time as he was married oh, to yeah. his first wife. Oh Kathleen. yeah, they, yeah. They, they became friends in university. I kind of thought that. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, I yeah, yeah. Well, that's fucking mind blowing. Like at the end of the mob running everything, and you're doing construction in New Jersey. And like, oh, there's a body. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a body. Yeah. God damn. There's another body. Well, it makes you wonder now how many like this is a stretch, but like prehistoric excavations there are in like anthropological, anthropological digs. You're like, Oh, there's, there's a skull here. And they're going to figure out like what happened to this person. Be like, that was a fucking murder. Yeah. That was some Cain and Abel shit. 
<laughs> that was a Neanderthal mob hit. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Literally a, a hit. Like they were, be, part, they were part of the uh, family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they bludgeoned him. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, yeah. No, like that's a, it's a crazy thing to, to think about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. In another way, com- literally completely disconnected except for like bodies in the ground. Um, whenever you drink scotch and you taste like the smokiness of scotch. Oh, Jesus. Peat bogs is where that comes from. And like the smokiness, like they, they use that because yeah. it's a great fuel. Anyways, doesn't matter. That is the typical ground in the highlands, lowlands, and in the, the, the isles of Scotland where battles would take place between clans and families. Yeah. So rich soil. Th- yeah. There's a lot exactly. of preserved bodies, bodies there. So when you grow grain to make yeah. scotch and then you use the peat to smoke it, mm-hmm. there's a pretty god damn good chance that you're drinking old Scottish warrior blood, which is... See, I want to have a good garden this year. You guys got to line on some bodies because I want to <laughs> bury, bury them into my <laughs> soil because there's some like, like you said, in Europe, there's some beautiful fields where they fought some yeah. some world wars where you can grow some nice shit there now. It never used to be a swamp, but now nope. it's kind of squishy. Now it's beautiful. Yeah. Grow yeah. the best tomatoes ever. And so, like, again, not a psychologist, but I, I think we could probably list Robert Durst as, at the very least, a sociopath. I was thinking that. Uh, yeah. At the very... Yeah. I, I think it might be a stretch to be, say, psychopath, because, again, I don't think he killed for pleasure. Mm. I don't think it, it was, like, a power no. struggle for him. Um but if he the, was ever a ruler of a country, there would have been like a couple chapters on him where like but, things got a little crazy. But when, the lack when of, Robert took took over, the lack of emotion in any of these interviews, yeah, um, and just anything like when he's talking about anything was uh, was remarkable. Yeah, not typical. You'd yeah. think. Well, I mean, like typical of the people who would do that kind of shit, but we only know that because I guess that's the typicality of it all. Yeah. 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 But like even just when they're talking about him talking about his mother-in-law, like oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's true. She asked me about uh, about business, and I, I just I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, Yankee magazine. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, like he just how like didn't even pretend to be like a, a normal person. <laughs> like just yeah. give her some credit. Like just listen. Yeah, no, she is worth stuff. thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, like yeah. There, fuck you. There's people that I have no interest in talking to, but. They'll talk to me and I'll be like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll talk I mean, to like, them. You consistently unlock your door for me. So. That's true. Which That's I was fun. just, I was just letting know. Like, Fuck you, guys. You left the door open when you came in. Oh, sorry. You know, there's probably raccoons in here now. Damn. <laughs> I left that being said, door, if I had like open, a billion, yeah. me. billions of dollars, I would approach situations where someone starts talking to me. Like, hey, 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 hey. Shut the fuck up, and then just walk away and be like, yeah. "I don't need you." Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And it would just be little, little jabs at Wait. the ego of everyone around me. And I understand that would not be a healthy environment, but I would think that'd be entertaining. But you, you would think, all right, being your, you, you don't know, think so? We're never making money on purpose now. <laughs> oh fuck you, buddy! You're going down. But you would think you would at least try with your mother-in-law. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Family. Like, yeah. I think it depends on how much you like the relationship that you're in. Yeah. Because like if you're yeah. sort of not happy with that, like the biggest part of the relationship, yeah. anything even further away, you're definitely. Yeah. But not I think this was at the beginning when things were good. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't think they were ever good though. But well, but like all her friends said, yeah, at the start it was like, like love at first sight, like mm. like everything was perfect. Right. And then 
and in uh, her in her diaries, everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. Her journal entries, and then it just devolved. And, and then he got the weird yeah. contact lenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> weird. I gotta find some of those. You definitely should. To be like, do I look appealing? Like, no. You look like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Robert Sweet Eyes Durst. Yeah. Do I? Oh Durst. man, if you ever went to prison, uh, that would, like, yeah, what's fuck. your name? Let's briefly talk about that. <laughs> those prison photos. Cool as shit. How does he make these friends? Yeah, I don't understand. Well, money, thought, buddy. It's money. But but you who, think care, who cares about money in prison? Yeah, you're like, not getting the fuck out. What, yeah, what but is my you money going to do for you? You can buy like cigarettes and stuff. I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. true, actually. Yeah, like it looked like a 1980s like hip hop album where he's like, yeah, down. Like, it reminded cr- me of Doctor Evil. Yeah. Me and my and oh yeah, yeah yeah. He's like he runs this prison now. And yeah, like this bald weird white guy. Yeah. That would have been a hilarious interview. And then they like interview someone that he was in there with, and they're like, oh yeah, Robert. Mm, Robert was hard as fuck. That's Bobby. You don't fuck with Rob. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mr. D. Mr. D fucked you up. I seen him kill a man once. That's ripping Rob. Yeah. Yeah. He ripped a guy's ear off. He ripped a guy's <laughs> ear off. Fuck. Gross. And then, he, and then he would just always brag about the murders that he kind of got away with. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was afraid of him. Like, this guy's 87 years old. Yeah. It was such a good doc. I would recommend it. I wasn't too hot shit for watching a docu-series, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad we did. Yeah. We've talked about this one before, and I know some other people who have watched it, and they liked it a lot. And, and a subject like this, with it being a docu-series, it has a high percentage of getting into, like, okay, I didn't need to watch episode four and three, because that just talked about whatever. That, like, this is just filling information. Yeah. But this is, like, a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of, like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, what? Okay, now we got this. And then oh, wait, and then this happened? Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, like those uh, like those old goggles that you would wear with the images. You press the button and it yeah. rotates the wheel. You're yeah. like, oh, that's a cool fuck. image. Oh, oh my god! Wow, it just keeps getting crazier at every turn. There's like this momentous change in the story. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's good though. I don't, uh, I don't think I'd watch it again. Like if someone was like, "Hey, let's watch this," I'd be like, ah, "I'm not really interested." Yeah. But yeah, check it, it out was and good. get back to me. Yeah, I was, I was glad that we watched it. This is very much like the staircase. Yeah. Like I've heard that's if good too. They were friends. They just like go back and be like, dude, my defense was <laughs> yeah. yeah, my defense was an owl attacked my wife. And Robert's like, dude, that's a good one. Wait, that was yeah. an owl attacked but, someone's wife. But and- there's credibility to yeah, it. Yeah. That's oh, why it's fucking crazy. I mean an owl attacks someone else on that same neighborhood. Yeah. And inside the in house. the court of law, all you need is a drip of credibility. And then the whole thing is yeah. fucked. If there's a shred of uh, yeah. reasonable doubt. The judge is like, I got to Fuck, no, Tyler didn't do it. When everything else is like, no, definitely Tyler. Here's a fucking picture of Tyler with the knife. And they're like. But here's a picture of a, not. a great horned owl. So yeah. yeah. Also, you make up your mind. The, the owl might have held the knife too. So yeah. we don't know. They got big but guns. yeah, that was the defense of like, she was walking at the top of the stairs and an owl just came in the house and Pah! Yeah. Well, you can't hear those things. And you're coming. like, wait, what the fuck? Nope. So yeah, Robert would just be like, that was a solid defense, man. Yeah. That's why it's like a fucking comic book. Page. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Is that a fucking owl? Yeah. What the hell is it doing here? <laughs> so we go from this week to a, a heir of a, a rich family killing his wife. Yeah. And what? some friends to next week, an heir of a rich family killing his wife. Um. Yeah. Hmm. You got to let the cat out of the bag. You know what's funny, though? With Tyler saying that, 
it's happened enough that I don't know. Like, I'm like, oh, it could be this. It could be this. Right. It could be this. It's not like, oh, yeah, there was like this. this yeah, it was that. It's that story. Let's open this file and it just flies. Yeah, like, oh, open. wow. There was a lot of these people. Money really fucks with people. What the hell? So, yeah, this one is William S. Burroughs, The Man Within. Oh. He was the heir the to the Burroughs adding machine. The William S. Burroughs? I feel like I only know I feel like I only know one Burroughs and he was a writer in like the fifties and also a 60s. killer? This guy I think uh, he killed his wife in like New Mexico or something. Yeah, this guy with was with an old school calculator? Was the heir to the Burroughs adding machine estate. What the fuck's an adding and machine? Like a calculator? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's like and it prints out the little thing. And uh yeah, he uh, struggled uh, through his life with addiction, control systems, and self. Oh, fuck. He was forced to deal with the tragedy of killing his wife and repercussions of neglecting his son. Man, that sucks. He was forced to. Yeah. He wanted to just, like, Why no, did this happen uh, to guys, me? Guys, stop talking about that. Leave it behind. He was one of the first to cross the dangerous boundaries of queer and drug culture in the 1950s. Yeah, I've read about this guy, actually. Well, that's why he had to kill his wife. For his public image. Yeah. He's like, he's a fucking, he's a good writer too, I believe. Yeah. Like really, really. Um, oh, that's awesome. Fundamentally. Dude, that means stories. people are going to like Michael Jackson them where they're like, no, no, no. You got to keep the art from mm. the artist. And you're like, yeah, but the artist was beyond fucked up. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, like he wrote before he murdered his wife, yeah. but like this guy is. But like, still, was, you got to be like, that guy might've done cool work, but he went later on to like murder like no, that's kind of yeah, crazy for sure. but like yeah, different people really though like if your if your art comes first and then you go to murder people yeah. i'm able to segment you but he also is writing but, about gay culture and that culture is going to be like man fuck women who cares i don't know that that's 100 well, percent true <laughs> what maybe. about heroin culture <laughs> wow but, no but like i was going to say that william best burroughs is like the one of the founders of the beat generation along with jack kerouac yeah. and uh, like paul kesey that's and, what i thought uh, alan greens Berg. Greenberg. I think it's Greenberg. Ginsburg. 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 Alan Ginsburg, Alan yeah. Ginsburg is, uh, that's the one is, uh, um, in this is listed. Uh, Alan Ginsburg and, uh, Norman Mailer testified on behalf of the book. Oh, look yeah. at that. You he, know what you're talking about. Ty. His, no, his novel naked lunch was one of the last books to be banned by the U S government. Fucking Fuck crazy. yeah. On that yeah. sweet list. Got to get that book. Yeah. 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 I haven't read it. I haven't read any of Burroughs' stuff, but I, yeah, I've read his biography. Well, this would be interesting time. then. I wonder why wife just got a little lippy one day or I wonder what happened. I think he was fucking super high. Yeah. Fucking dudes. Yeah, that too. Oh, well, cool. we'll be back with uh, one rich boy killing his wife with another. Fuck. Okay. All right. Hey. Well, gentlemen, go enjoy this beautiful spring day and we will see you next week. See you.